always try to negotiate. Do not take the first offer. Don't accept it right away. They're not going to yank or net renege the offer. Like just don't worry about that. And, it, and that doesn't have to be jobs. It can be, you know, I mean, you know, you're selling something or you're buying a car or whatever, right? Like, you know, people, people understand, especially when you're dealing with people like HR representatives, like car salesmen, like real estate agents, even they're, they're negotiators. They deal with this shit all the time. They're not going to get all thin skinned when you say, Hey, I was kind of thinking of these terms. Let's try to make it work. Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, The New Money Podcast, episode 112. How y'all doing, man? Thank you so much for tuning in on this glorious Sunday. Actually, really quickly, before I forget to mention it, I'm going to push the show release from Sunday to Monday. So I'm going to release it Monday morning. Uh, This one I'll just release on Sunday. I typically release on Sunday, sometimes I release on Monday (laughs) anyway, but um, we're going to make it firm Monday. So Monday from now on uh, is going to be Monday morning uh, is when the episode is going to be available. Just a quick heads up. As usual, my friends, ask me any questions y'all got on Instagram as well as if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, reviews, reviews, reviews. Reviews, reviews, reviews. It's like, guys, it's like subscribers. Like and subscribe for friggin' YouTube. Reviews for freaking podcasts. That's all I can ask for. And, you know, for you guys to listen all the way through, that definitely helps as well. But reviews are huge. And if you haven't left one, I'd really, really appreciate it. If one small favor I would love to ask from you guys is to leave those reviews. So please let me know what your thoughts are. Five stars, one stars. I don't care. Just just want to hear from you. So today, what I want to talk about are several mistakes and things that I really think you should never do. I mean, never is a strong word, but I mean, pretty much never do in a negotiation. If it's a job negotiation, if you're selling your couch, if you're trying to buy a car, whatever the case is, uh, these are some things that I just really think you should not do. Uh, And so I'm going to get into what those are. Let's just dive on into it, baby. Okay, so number one, the first thing that I think you should not do is just take the first offer that you're given. And this is another way of saying, I always think it's worth negotiating. Now, I get so much pushback when I tell people, you should always negotiate. And I, and yes, there are, you know, friggin' very specific scenarios, like a government entry-level job where it's just, maybe not gonna, it's not gonna, you know, the salary's non-negotiable, but there's always little tiny things that you didn't know were negotiable that are. So I really do think you should always at least try to negotiate because if you fall on your face and completely fail, you're in the exact same spot that you were before. And so a lot of people get so scared. The reason why people take the first offer that they're given is because they want to secure the deal. They don't want anything to compromise it. They And I understand the speed aspect. Sometimes there's situations where you just want to get the shit done. You don't want to go back and forth if, if time is of the essence, et cetera, et cetera. However, I think 95% of the time, you know, you can, you can afford to go back and forth a little bit. Right. And so I would say when you are so scared that the other, like this happens all the time with job offers, right? You get a job offer. You just want to fucking take that thing, lock it the hell in and you know, Bob's your uncle. Right. So, and, and then like, but like truthfully, 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 the fear so the reason why you want to take that so bad is because you you fear losing it. That at, at its core, you're like it's, it's here. I want to take it. I don't want to lose it. 
And so, you know, that, that's why you say, I'll take it, I'll take it. But if you think about it rationally, there's like, if a firm, if you negotiate and you, you, you take, you get the offer and you negotiate and a firm is so offended that you even asked for any terms to be different from theirs. If, if you set even one term on your own, right? And they just pull the offer, they yank the offer. It's probably going to be a shit relationship to begin with. Right? It's, it's probably not a relationship that you want to even get into. If they can't even, if they get so offended that you say, hey, I'd actually like these terms or this number of vacations, or I would like this salary level or this salary range based on my experience, et cetera, et cetera. You know, go listen to some of the other negotiation episodes that we've talked about. If they yank the offer, then you probably don't even want to be there. So it, you're, that's good. But here's the thing. No freaking company worth their salt is going to do that. They might say no, you know, there's a good chance they'll probably say no, or they'll stay firm and maybe make you make another offer or something like that. But a lot of times there's, they're not going to do, they're not going to pull the offer that way. That'd be so stupid. Think about how dumb that would be for a company to interview, you know, throw all these resources towards interviews, you know, pay these HR representatives and these, and take managers out of their fucking job to sit down with some stranger to bring them into the company and they like you and they want you and they've put in all this fucking they have a stake in you at this point and just because you said hey can i you know can we do this term can we do that term can we have this salary they just throw that all away because they're weak egoed and and they just like no that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen and if it does happen it's a shit company so you want probably want to run for the fucking hills that is my opinion firmly on that and so I always remind myself when there is a fantastic opportunity, it's not greed per se, it's just trying to find their willingness and and sort of, you know, if you can get more then why not, right? Like, you know, if, if you were presented two offers, you presented an offer of like, let's say 60,000 and the second offer is 65,000 and all else is equal, which one are you taking? You're taking the 65,000 because why the hell wouldn't you? It's the same situation here. Why wouldn't you try to negotiate to get more? Like, it's just, you're getting more. Like, it's pretty straightforward. And you have that opportunity if you negotiate, you do not have that opportunity if you do not. So that is the first thing. Always try to negotiate. Do not take the first offer. Don't accept it right away. There's a, like, they're not gonna yank or net renege the offer. Like, just don't worry about that. And, and that doesn't have to be jobs. It can be, you know, I mean, you know, you're selling something or you're buying a car or whatever, right? Like. You know, people, people understand, especially when you're dealing with people like HR representatives, like car salesmen, like real estate agents, even they're, they're negotiators. They deal with this shit all the time. They're not going to get all thin skinned when you say, Hey, I was kind of thinking of these terms. Let's try to make it work. Right. So don't worry about that. I think you should always, always try. The second thing I think you should never do in a negotiation is to think that this specific negotiation is going to dictate the direction of your life. Like, I mean, yes, there's, I mean, every small decision that we make in life could potentially snowball into a, you know, either a fantastic, splendid or a catastrophic sort of series of events. That's just the nature of life, right? But I think why people get so nervous and why people don't want to negotiate is because they think they, if they, if they don't land this, then it's over, it's finished or done. And I think that puts unneeded pressure on you, right? So, and it also makes you less likely to want to negotiate or go back and forth or, you know, whatever. And I understand, and even for me, negotiations are tough. I, I do it a lot at work. Uh, I, I do it a lot for this show with sponsorships and shit. Like, 
you know, it, it's 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 not comfortable. Like it's it's very, you know, no matter how good at it you are, and I'm learning. Like I'm not some fucking expert. I've just I just love it so much that that's why I like to talk about it with you guys. It's always going to be uncomfortable to some degree, but I think it'll make you even more uncomfortable if you think it's do or die. And so, whatever the outcome is understand that there's going to be more opportunities for you out there there's going to be other deals there's going to be other jobs there's going to be other cars there's going to be other whatever right you know coming from a place of abundance don't come from a place of scarcity abundance there's going to be other shit out there for you you don't have to this isn't this isn't everything you know what i mean and when you can like really internalize that and understand that like this doesn't dictate the rest of my life. Like there will be other things. You're more likely to ask for more. You're more likely to put it on your terms. You're, you're more likely to walk away at a set price. You're not desperate. Like you, and that's a big thing. Desperation in a negotiation, like you're fit, you're fucking finished. If you're desperate, they will just manhandle you and get you on whatever terms they want. There will be other negotiations. There'll be other opportunities. Don't be desperate. Just calm the hell down be a baller and go about your business and get your money put your number out there okay again easier said than done do not be desperate okay number three do not give your walkaway price up front that is just like i mean it's not going to go well for you because a lot of times people want compromise so you're gonna have to anchor high a lot of times well above what you'd be willing to do at a deal and then you know it's classic but if you anchor high that sets the expectation for the negotiation if you stay firm at that then you know and then you can kind of inch down a little bit so let's say that you're buying a car and let's say the car is like 10 grand and the most you'd be willing to pay for it is 7500 that's the absolute most you'd be willing to pay well we would reverse that right we would instead of anchoring high we would anchor really low if like i go like if he says you know 10 grand we're going back and forth and i say well 7500 is is what i would pay and and they go well we you know we can't do that can we do 8500 it's like nope sorry we like we can't it's just like it's either your term or the deal's off that creates a dynamic of either my way or the highway it's not very collaborative i think in a negotiation you always want to at least have the perception of collaboration right so if you give your walkaway price your your literal price where you're like well f this i'm out of here first then it's not gonna be a collaborative environment versus if you like say 6,500 or maybe even, you know, 5,800 or 5,850 to six grand is what I would be willing to pay. And they say, well, you know, what about, you know, seven? What about 68? What about seven? What about 750 or 7,500? Then now you're getting, you're gonna arrive at a place that you're more likely to be willing and it's going to be around where your walkaway price is, right? And so to me, a lot of this is like, you know, it's pretty, you know, pretty straightforward. You guys definitely understand it, but in practice, it's it's tough to execute because there's so many underlying social things that are occurring before. The guy's probably chatting your ear off and you maybe feel under pressure and et cetera, et cetera. And you might be a little bit nervous to say a number that's much lower and you don't want to insult them and blah, blah, blah. But a lot of, like I said, like a lot of times, first of all, you shouldn't care about insulting someone in a negotiation. Like, Unless like, for example, like, let's say you go to McDonald's, you're like, I want a hundred grand to work here. Like, that's just stupid. Like, I'm not saying that, like, obviously there is, there's a level of ridiculousness that you can bring to a negotiation that can app. That's absolutely true. But for the most part, if you anchor high, you anchor low and you get pretty aggressive, but you're within reason. I mean, you're, you know, maybe an arm's length away from reason in their opinion, it's not that big of a deal. And they're not going to call off the deal. They'll just 
maybe they'll take a step back, be like, that's way over budget. But again, they're not just going to throw out the deal. You know, it's just, they'll just maybe ask for a different term and you guys can kind of just go from there and work together, right? So I would not give my deal breaker price right away. Um, you want to kind of create that environment of collaboration. And so you can kind of just go from there. Now, number four, and this one might be the most important one of the entire show. Do not get too emotional. Don't get too happy when they come in higher than you thought in a good way or lower than you thought in a good way. Don't get too pissed off when they come in higher than you thought in a bad way or lower than you thought in a bad way. This is about, you know, and, and, and in poker, I think they call it being on tilt is when you're emotional. Your decision-making process a lot of times is compromised when you get really emotional. And again, I think the third time I'm saying this, the fourth time I'm saying this in the, in the negotiation, in this podcast, this negotiation podcast, is a lot of this is easier said than done. Don't get emotional. It's like, what a fucking thing to say. But try your best to not get emotional. You never want to get too emotional in a negotiation because it's just going to make you make temporary decisions that aren't good for you in the long term. It's going to be more based out of ego or telling some guy to F himself. Like I just talked about how you shouldn't worry about offending other people. You need to like live by that too. Don't get offended. Don't take it personal. This is literally business as they say, you know, just try to keep it level as level of as a, as level of a head as you can. Uh, you know, it ties into knowing that this isn't the end all be all. So don't get too emotional about it. If you know, like there's an opportunity here. Great. But hey, you're awesome. You're amazing. You're great. You work your ass off. There's going to be other opportunities for you. So there's no need to put all the pressure on yourself. Get really emotional. Get really anxious. Get really angry. Get really happy even right until it's done. And then you can celebrate blah, blah, blah. But try your best to keep a level head. You will make such more fucking calculated, cold-blooded motherfucking decisions like the boss that you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to gas you too much. You know what I'm saying? But come on now. Big boy moves. Big girl moves. Big person moves. This isn't little money. This isn't tiny money. This isn't old money. Bitch, this is new money and we're going after it. Okay, so nice level head will make you make some sweet decisions and try to calm yourself down by reminding yourself that ultimately this doesn't define you doesn't really matter all that much even though it probably does but you just know that there's other stuff out there for you that'll really calm you down level head it'll help you make decisions much more effectively and the last thing you know i actually want to i might even do a part two of this because i just feel like there's so i love this stuff so much and there's so much i want to say but we're gonna cut it after this i think five <laughs> i fucking i don't even know five don't talk more than the other person if you're talking more than the other person i don't know man i've got a good feeling that they're probably winning right listen more than you're speaking understand them more ask them questions get to know them get them talking you know it, it, it's a negotiation it's a battle of information you're trying to extract as much information as you can elicit as much info as you can to use as leverage for you to take back and to make a decision so you do not want to be talking your ass off you know and trying to overwhelm them or whatever because i would just i put my money on the person who's sitting there listening and is calmly 
going about everything versus jabber jaws who just can't seem to shut up and give away information, right? So I would say I, ne I would never talk more than I'm listening. I, at least try to in practice. Obviously, it's easier said than done again. And, you know, who has actually timing, you know, the speech. But you can get a sense of who's talking more which party's talking more if it, if it is direct if it's in if you know it's over email then i would say it's a little bit tough to judge that because you're probably talking equally but you know say less than necessary like and here's another thing one thing that i see that i cr kind of cringe at is when people say their offer or their range and then they say but i'm flexible right after it's like dude you don't have to fucking say that like just just say the offer say the range and shut the hell up and let them go and let them speak and let them talk and let them make what they're going to make of it. But you should not try to defend it by saying you're flexible because I guarantee you that they're not going to give you the first number that you say. If I tell, literally think about it, I'm talking to you right now and I'm trying to sell you a couch for $500 and I say the couch, uh, it's $500, but I'm flexible. Are you gonna, are you seriously going to take it at $500? Or are you gonna be like, well, how's 400 or how's 350? Because you said you were flexible. That means that you're willing to drop the price. So why wouldn't I ask you to drop the price? You know, I would just like, yes, you guys would literally say less than $500, right? Because that's just a logical thing to do. So don't do that. On the flip side, don't do that. Like if you, if you want to get rid of it quickly, maybe set a price lower than you think it's worth you know there's there's nothing wrong with speed like i said or a range or post a price and then see how people react if it's online and then drop it slowly but i'm flexible like you're just gonna get lowballed like crazy when you put that out in the world before you even need to right speed okay cool put a low price out there right don't but just i mean i just don't like 500 but i'm flexible like just don't do that put a lower price you know, put what you actually want to get it for because you're not going to get that top tier price. I just, maybe there's some sort of psychology around it. You know, I guess there is a way that you could manipulate people by putting a really, really high price, but I'm flexible and they actually gave it to you for more than you're actually willing to blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I just, I don't know. I just think more often than not, it's a shield that people are using in conversation to not get rejected. I would say that's 95% of the time. And so just don't, just just own that shit, man. Own it, own it, own it. Whatever it is, uh, whatever the price is, just say it, shut up, let them speak. And a lot of times you should just let the other party speak more than you're speaking. So there you have it, my friends. Those were five things and a, a bunch of little sub things that I think you should never do for the most part. I always like to add a little nuance for the most part in a negotiation, whether it's, you know, whatever it is in life. And so I think negotiations really, really fun. It can be stressful, but make it fun. Deal making, all that kind of stuff. I think it's just ugh, electric. And when you fucking get a good deal, come on, there's nothing better than that. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Any questions or any, you know, follow-ups from this, if you need any help uh, with this, I don't like scripts very much, but any frameworks that you guys want to go through if you have a job negotiation coming up. I, I actually work with a lot of my friends when they're going through stuff like this uh, and, and uh, you know, it's to, to, to good avail, right? It's actually some of the stuff that I say actually works, believe it or not. So, you know, let me know if you need any help with that. I appreciate y'all. Boy, I love y'all. Get those reviews in. Get those reviews in. Appreciate y'all. Boy, I love y'all, but for now, I'm out this mother. Peace.